Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the results, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app and you'll get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Hello and welcome to the Rugby United podcast. Today's the preview of a Nottingham Forest shooting night game come to Nottingham Forest. And we look back at a 1 0 defeat at table topping Norwich City at the weekend. Um, we'll go through the ups and downs of the game, and there were, to be fair, some ups and downs from it, um, not just all downs. Uh, but we'll go through that in a moment. Benjamin is here. Hello, Benjamin. How's life? Good, good. Fantastic. Cool. Sounds really positive. Well. That's fantastic. Yeah. Uh, and Mick, how are you going? Oh, top of the world, mate. Absolutely top of the world. <laughs> <laughs> cool. Uh, we appear to have started before Ben's ready again. Are you out right there, mate? Yeah, you. Yeah, I just saw you go away from the picture for a minute. <laughs> okay, sorry, I just gave my mug. Ah, apologies. Your green tea, is it? Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Yeah, it is. Typical. Uh, so, 1-0 to Norwich City. Uh, Norwich City, the better team, probably just about the better team on the day. Uh, in general, they are the much better team than us, uh, as you'd expect, having been a former Premier League too. Um, but to go down 1-0, Mick, is no no shame, really. No, not really, no. No. Um, much to, you know, much as it would have been nice to get something out of the game. Um, mm. their, their class shone through, didn't it? You know, they are a class team um, when they decide to play football. Um, yeah. which, which obviously we'll, we'll come on to um, but yeah I mean they're, they're worth about four of our stadiums aren't they uh, that squad mm. probably probably four, a few more so um, yeah. Yeah, it's no, no disgrace at all in my view not at all yeah I agree we'll come on to our performance properly in a minute Ben but as Mick's alluded to there we have got to talk about um, the complaints on Twitter mainly. I have not seen anything from Norwich's team, you know, their management team or anything like that. Uh, I think that's important to stress that this has not come from Norwich City themselves. Um, there was a tweet last night. I don't have the tweet to hand. It was from some, a supposed journalist who basically <laughs> who basically suggested that Paul Warren sends his teams out to effectively put career-threatening injuries at tackles on players. Um, I think specifically he was alluding to the tackle on from Icky on Emu Brendia, uh, who eventually managed to get up after you know looking like he broke his leg, 
finally managed to play the rest of the game. Um, first question is, Ben, do you think that Paul Warren sends his teams out to injured players? I don't even... <laughs> I've been thinking about this. I thought about this the other day. I can't remember. It might be you, Mick, having this conversation with. Obviously, I'm an NFL fan, right? My mum watches rugby. We're not like, you know, I'm not that yeah, diehard. Yeah. Watch World Cup and that when it's on. And the amount of tackles and blood and broken bones and broken faces that you see. And broken faces. Walking, still playing, right? And still playing. Right? Even when they've got concussion and, you know, they can't barely even walk. They shouldn't. Which you shouldn't, yeah. yeah, yeah, I agree. But they're still wanting to play, right? And then you yeah. see people like Buendia, right? I think he's pathetic. He should not be playing football. Right? I don't want to sound like this old man say, oh, yeah, get him out of English game and all this. He's pathetic because I genuinely wish he played Sunday league football. Because <laughs> it's embarrassing, man. Because kids look up to that. Kids look up to that nowadays. And kids wear mm. Wendy on the shirt, and kids look up to it and think it's okay. And this is why this comes on to why the Premier League is such a crap league. Now I don't even know who's top of the league. I don't even know who's bottom. I know it's bottom because it's Sheffield, which is funny. But <laughs> apart from that, I don't know. I don't even know who's good anymore. Do you know what I mean? I don't watch it. I don't care. It's all rubbish. Unless, unless if I support a team, I'd watch it. If I don't, it's rubbish because everyone's throwing themselves on the floor. You know what I mean? It's crap. It is crap football. It's not even football. I don't even know how to explain it. You know what I mean? And I mean, I think, uh, that's not why I asked. But I know. I, yeah, I, I, I agree with you. No, I, I, I do agree with you. I don't um, think on on Buendia. On Buendia, if he's, he's played long sport. The thing is, he's clearly a very good footballer. He didn't show it. He didn't really show class you know, I, I didn't. Other than the incidents where he threw himself around, he didn't really have any impact on the game. Which is maybe why he resorted to throw himself around. For, for example, Campbell had quite a, quite a, quite a good impact on the game, so you didn't see him throwing himself around as much. Whereas Brendia had basically zero impact, so I assume we just reverted to that because he was struggling. Um, Mick, thoughts on the this idea that we're horrible, disgusting, we're not violent being team? Serious about this, are we, please? Well, please. It's, it's, it's been it's been put out there. And I think as Rotherham fans, I think it's important to answer the question, to you know, to put right any ideas, because Sky Sports clearly think we're a very physical team as well. I think it's, you know, a valid question. Mick? It's not a valid question, is it, Matt? Well, it's, it's valid for me to ask it. It's not yeah, valid yeah, for yeah, yeah, yeah. to ask it. No, it's not. I mean, I mean, yeah, th- th- these people need to be treated with the disdain that they deserve and that, you know, it's just... It's just I, I can't think of the, the words really. It is embarrassing, like Ben says. It's pathetic. It's just, I mean, the man supposedly who, who wrote this that, that particular tweet, and he's not the only one by any stretch of no, the imagination, not, no. um, supposedly specialises in South American football. <laughs> I'll just leave that there. You know, he's coming out with comments like that after, after the game yesterday, and he supposedly, allegedly, according to his bio, has something to do with reporting in America on South American football. I, 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 I'm sorry. It I mean, it, pathetic. This is the thing, though, isn't it? I think, I think South American football it doesn't mean American football. It means no. South American football. So it means it like Argentina and that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Lamella, uh, need I say more? No. <laughs> no. I mean, yeah, South American football can at times be can be quite brutal, uh, but at the same time. You yeah. do end up getting people at, coming over like Buendia and, look, and the likes. Look at Boca anyway. Juniors River Plate. It's one of the most aggressive rivalries ever. And then you see people like Lamella and Buendia yeah. and people like that coming over and 
it's not even play. It's not even football because it's not. It's not. Even, I don't even know how to explain it because if that's the game when I'm older, I'm not even going to watch it. I'm not genuinely. If Rodham start doing that, I'm not even going to get a season ticket. I swear down. I'm not even because why should I watch it? It's not football. It's a new sport well, completely. I mean, I mean, it's it's interesting because I, I've been in a bit of a Twitter conversation with a Rotherham United supporter today who, who sort of suggested, probably a bit tongue in cheek. I mean, it weren't a serious suggestion, but but you know that that maybe Rotherham United players should start doing a similar sort of thing because all these top teams are doing it and they are getting the decisions every time. And it, and it, and the, the the sort of suggestion was, well, is it a case of can't beat them, join them? Uh, and in my view, as far as I'm concerned, and, and and I know that some people would disagree with this, my view is no. And if it means League One, it means League One. I'm, I'm sorry, but why we should stoop to that level is is just beyond me. You know, if 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 Wendia or, for example, not Wendia, let's say Ben Wiles or a Rotherham United player gets found guilty of taking a performance enhancing drug, right? He gets a ban for however long, whatever, 10, 10 games, a season, a life ban, whatever. You know, the, the, the FA and the football authorities will quite rightly come down and down, down on them like a ton of bricks. It doesn't have to be a Rotherham player, it could be any player. It's taking a performance-enhancing drug in order to gain an advantage over the opposition. Doing what Buendia does, doing what poor old Jefferson did the other night, is exactly the same. There is no difference, no difference whatsoever as far as I'm concerned, because all he's trying to do is do something that is unlawful in order to gain an advantage. It's exactly the same when you boil it down. And yet, the referees don't just allow it to happen, they encourage it to happen. The PGOMOL or whatever are as complicit in that sort of football as are the players themselves. Because every single time, without fail, there's a little brush, somebody screams, they go down, roll it about, holding their ankle, usually the wrong one, and they get a, they get a decision. Yeah. And they get a decision to the detriment of the other side by cheating. There is no question about it. Buen Dima, Buen Dima whatever his name is, is a cheat. He's a cheat. Do you know well, why let's, not spend, they, let's not let's not spend too know, much time on this because it's not Rotherham United related. This my last thing is why do they spend so much time or not so much time, but they're very harsh on people betting against yeah. themselves, right? Right, which is you know I understand if he's you know tilting a game, you know that's quite bad. Cheating's worse. Uh, diving's worse in my opinion. So why are they cracking down on betting? And people like that, things that nobody really cares about. Let's be honest, I don't care. Right? Unless it's not affecting the game's performance, if it's just having a cheeky bet, I could not care less. Right? No. You know what I mean? He's, he's a grown man. He was, do you know what I mean? He's a grown man. He's going to put some money on some football. Right? And then people cheating, uh, you know, breaking football laws, essentially, is what it is. It's just, it's ridiculous, man. I, I don't even know if I'm going to watch football when I'm older, if it's going to like this. I've said it so many times. Because if it's like it, I'm just not going to watch it. Okay, anyway, on Rotherham. <laughs> Did we uh, play it? Yeah. The tackling question is the, is the icky one on Buendia, which was a very, very hard, strong tackle. The yeah. irony of that is, in the Merseyside derby, former Norwich player Ben Godfrey put an almost identical tackle on, and you see people on Twitter, particularly Norwich fans, Raving about the tackle itself, it was it was almost identical. 
Um, so if there's any question of hypocrisy from that side of things, then there's, there's your proof and evidence that you need. You're always going to get hypocrisy from football fans, aren't you? Because because yeah. they look at it through yellow and green glasses, we look at it through red and white ones. Mm. Uh, yeah. and, and I, you know, you accept that, you accept that sort of thing. Um, but cheating, nah. No, uh, but thank you. Yeah, I didn't really have an impact on the game. Um, so so it, it made a couple of changes, didn't we? Angus McDonald came in for Woody, and uh, Giles came in for Ola Sunday. Ola and Giles seem to be the ones that like to interchange. In the wing back mm. positions, which which makes sense for semi similar type players if they're different footed. Um, the first major talking point of the game, Mick, is the disallowed goal for us. Yeah. Um, the Barley's has been adjudged to have pulled uh, Tim Cruel, uh, which is a shame because it was a fantastic header from Clark yeah. Robertson to put it in the goal. Um, I can see why he's given it, and I suppose they must be given nowadays, but at the same time, it's incredibly soft. Yeah, it is. It is soft, uh, but from where the referee's standing, it looks like he's pulled him back. Um, but the question is, would the goalie have got to it? The referee doesn't make that decision, does he? He blew straight no. away. He probably blew before the ball at the back of the net. Um, it's about consistency, isn't it? Mm. It's about consistency because, you know, we could have the same argument go back to the Preston game and what, my, in my view, was yeah. a foul on, on, on Johansson. It wasn't given. Um it's a foul. It looks like a foul. The referee has to call it as he sees it, and it looks like a foul. It's unfortunate, but for me, I think I think it's right. I think it. I think it was probably the right call at the time that the call was made. You know, you get they are involved. Maybe, maybe not. I don't know. Looking at it from different angles, but I, I suspect that it would still be a judge to foul. Ben, do you have the same view? I didn't actually see it. So I can't oh. really comment. I, I didn't. I didn't. I thought it was Robertson. Uh, so I, I, I don't know. Yeah. A different, world, different dimension there. I mean, I, I thought he'd given it for Robertson climbing. Yeah, I didn't. That's what I thought he'd, he'd, he'd I thought given first. the foul for. Yeah. yeah. So. Um, yeah, it was. It was a little bit off, but I think nowadays it's it's a free kick, unfortunately. Um, then Norwich score and score Ben it was a nice bit of play from Norwich an okay bit of play the dummy from Cantwell was very good uh, yeah, dummy from, uh, yeah dummy from McDonald's as well were nice weren't it well Toddwell <laughs> sent him one didn't he no I'm not buying that Toddwell Cantwell <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not buying that that is schoolboy evidence I understand if it's you know, you're playing you're on, uh, on playing on Royal Marshfield, stubbing, right, and it takes a bobble when it goes over your foot, right? Professional <laughs> footballer, clean grass, put in Rosette, man. Still, like, why are you even taking any chances trying to take a touch and all of this, man? I, I, I've got no time for it. I think you should have done better. But I don't know. I don't know what... I don't know where his momentum was going. You know, I wasn't in his body, so it's hard to tell what his thought process was. But from first look, he, he's got to do better. Yeah, I initially I, I think what Norwich were quite good at the sort of, sort of little flicks and that they were quite good at. They didn't they didn't always really result in goal scoring chances or obviously goals, but they're very good at that one touch or no touch in this case type of stuff. They were a club of footballers, unfortunately uh, for us. Um, Johansson, I thought it did his best, but it was just a good, good, a decent enough finish from Pukki. We well, could have had a hat trick on another day. Could he had a couple of other chances, Pukki, which he should have done better with. Um, yeah. But. The first half was below par, maybe, Mick. 
Uh, but the second half started with a bit of fire. Yeah, we were below par first half, definitely. Um, we paid them too much respect, I think, uh, in that first half. But second half, uh, I think, we were, in my view, uh, looking through my red and white glasses, I, I think we're probably probably just edged that second half uh, in terms of, certainly in terms of chances. Uh, you know, that one of uh, Ben Wiles that hits the bar, that goes in. You know, we might have even got a mention on Sky Sports with that. Because uh, that would have been an absolute stunner. Um, so, so yeah, I thought we had our chances. We had our chances again, like we had against Bournemouth, uh, and unfortunately, we weren't able to convert any of them. Uh, I, I, that, but the second half left me with that feeling of disappointment at the end of the game. That you know, we 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 could have come away from these two games with two draws. Um, yeah. But you know, look, the, the Norwich are a fantastic football inside. Which makes the bit that we talked about earlier on all the more frustrating and all the more annoying from an outsider's point of view because it's it's completely and utterly unnecessary. Um, but you know, uh, yeah, I, I thought we were unlucky to to, to, to lose the game. Mm. And there was some really good performances. Lewis Wing in particular um, was mm. very good. Uh, Victor Hansen had another solid, very solid game with some decent saves. Uh, to keep the scores, to keep the score down. Smith and Crooks looked pretty good together. Uh, Crooks was very, very, very unlucky not to score. Ben just before he came off, um, I think it was Max Aaron's. Basically, the ball just hit him three yeah. or four yards well, out, and anywhere else, and that's a goal. Yeah, I think. My, I think it, given it's Max Aaron's, I think he might have you know, positioned himself there. Uh, Give him a lot of credit there. Yeah. I know, but you know, it, it, it'll be, it'll be. A, you know, playing Champions League in a few years. So I think, yeah, yeah, that's the second one this season. Hurstie had one at Reading, didn't he? It's, um, yeah. It's just is what it is. You get that look when you play big teams, don't you? It never goes your way. You have to do something. Well, the best, the best teams get the look. Yeah. And if the best teams get the look, it can't always be luck, well, can it? We did it. We did it. We got it last year, didn't we? So Yeah, to a certain extent we did, yeah. Uh, it was Crook's 75th appearance for Rotherham. Um, obviously, near another 100. Um, Kieran Sadley came on for him. That's his, Kieran Sadley's 100th league appearance in England. Um, he looked very, very bright in spells, didn't he, Mick? Very, very yeah, bright. He yeah, he, he, he's going to be a good addition to the squad because uh, it's almost like having a new signing, isn't it? Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm. Uh, yeah, he looks dangerous. He looks dangerous. He, he, he brings that energy to midfield, which, which we've lost since... Jamie Lindsay, um, Jamie Lindsay went. Uh, Barlazer and and and, uh, and Wing are not about energy, are they? You know, they're about those those good that that finding that right position, finding finding the pass, etc., etc. Um, whereas sadly, uh, whilst he's not he's not the aggressive tackler that Jamie Lindsay is, he just brings you that energy uh, mm-hmm. and brings you something different. So, so yeah, it's it's good to see him back, and I, I do feel for him because you know he, he came from Doncaster. He did very, very well. He did very, very well there, and he looks, he does look like he's a championship footballer, mm. you know. And it was a great move for him to be able to come and play in this league, and then obviously gets a, a bad injury and he's out for most of the season. So, um, it, it's good to see him back, and hopefully, hopefully he can contribute in running now and, uh, and give us a little bit more, give us something a little bit different in there. Mm. Yeah, somebody else offered something different. It was Freddie. I thought Freddie had a very good game on Saturday when he came in the last 20 minutes. So he uh, made an impact. He made a big impact. We talked about them in the live show, big impact. Um, mm. Somebody who didn't make an impact, and we, we're going to talk about him week on week, is George Hurst. And I, do, I don't like the fact we keep going on about it. 
but it might as well have not come off pitch on Saturday, Ben. I'll let you finish your drink before I yeah. Uh, expect uh, Yeah. <laughs> I said in January, I thought it was going to be a development player. I actually said this on the uh, the post post match show. Um, yeah. I said I thought it was going to be a development player, get a few runnings now and again, but he's getting too much time for that. So my 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 theory's changed. I think he's here to play, you know, and what's the word? Make an impact. Um, and I think he gave me a chance, but I think he's had his chance. I don't think he's good enough, but. We've only got two strikers if without him. So yeah. I think he has to play him because you need to give Smith a rest and Crooks a rest. Sadly, he's just come back from injury. You don't want to rush it back. So I think when Sadly is back, I think when Chio's back, I think there's going to be a rerun to the team, especially when Lindsay's back. I don't think he'll be playing mm. when we've got more players. I think he's, he has to play him at the minute because Chio's not back. Uh, mm. I think he expected Chio to be back. That's probably why he didn't send Hurst back. You know, Possibly. just to keep him as a development, keep him, you know, getting some game time. I think he has to play because we we've got player shortage. It's good for him yeah. to be in and around first team squad, isn't it? You know, and and mm. and, and, and seeing how, how things work. Uh, I, I still kind of hope, like I know a lot of people do, that you know, if he gets one, he'll get he'll get a dozen because you know it. it, it, it I don't know. It's, it's it's just never ever in the right position. Um, yeah, and that, and that, and that well, for me is, is more a football intelligence tackled, than. Well, yeah, yeah, precisely. Uh, but that's about football intelligence, not necessarily mm. about your ability to play football. If that makes sense, it's yeah. about what goes on up here, um, and yeah, it's, it's just not got it at the moment. Unfortunately, I do. I, I don't. I don't want to be critical of him because you know he's a young kid, and and and. It's just, it's just got to learn. It's just a learning process, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. I think sad, sadly, sad, sadly, coming back helps that situation because we can play mm. sadly in the crooks position, which means if he wants to make a substitution and bring Smith and Crooks on, he could potentially bring sadly on instead. Sadly and Freddie, for example, or start yeah. sadly with Smith and, and things like that. So then, then Hurst goes a bit further down the pecking order, but there's still an option. But there's maybe, mm. like, maybe less, a bit less pressure on him. Yeah. Um, I, I'm sure I speak for everybody at the club. I hope he comes good in these last what, 17 games we've got. I hope he comes in. I hope he gets six, seven goals in that time because that'll, that'll yeah. help to keep us up massively. Yeah. Um, but it just doesn't feel like it's going to happen anytime soon, it, which is a shame. He needs a season at, uh, at, at Accrington. Oh, that type. Yeah. yeah. Uh, you know, because in, in all seriousness, that's the type of club where he would probably fl- flourish. You know what I mean, mm. um, and and then he, then he would come back as a player. Uh, yeah. I just think it's a step up too much for him at the moment. Yeah, it's his first proper season in senior football. He played in Belgium a few times, but it's not the championship. It's not English no. football. It's different. Um, but at the same time, we want to be staying up. We're not yeah. here to develop somebody else's. We're not here to spend twelve months developing somebody for him to go back the next season and be a perfect player, having not done anything for us. We need to be. They need, he need, he needs to be giving us something back if that sort of makes sense. Um, and I'm, I'm sure we all wish. I'm sure we all hope he will. Um, so yeah, one 0 defeat. We drop into the relegation zone because Sheffield Wednesday lost to Birmingham, which is a bit of a nightmare. We could have been Birmingham 
If we, if we, I know if Wednesday won, we got in relegation, so what we could have done with Birmingham starting to get cut adrift, that would have really, really helped. Whereas now it brings Birmingham right back into the fight, which is it's. What do you think, Ben? Two, 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 two three losses in a row now because of the Cardiff game. Um, thoughts as things stand. Uh, I don't know. I've been thinking about this again. Like, not this, but we had how many wins was it in a row, or how many? Whatever. Three away with that like four in six games. Three away, it's like something like that. Ridiculous. And for a team down there, I've been thinking about it. Whatever takes off that quickly, that right, has to come down even quicker. Like, I've been thinking about it as a plane. Because if you do this, a plane does this, right? And people can't see it. If he goes straight up, as quick as possible, straight up, right? It's going to use all its fuel and it's got to come crashing back down even worse. Right? And I think that's probably what's just happened. You know, I don't think it's been humiliating, but it's been three losses. You know, you can mm. irrelevant what the score is to a point. So I've, I've been thinking like that, but I think we'll come back from it. Uh, we've got the players to. We still haven't mm. got Chio back. We meant to have. We were meant to have Chio back nearly a month ago now. Uh, mm. I don't know what the situation is with him. Lindsay's out. We weren't expecting it. We've just been in injury crisis, man. I know that's football, but I, I'm still very confident we're going to stay up the season with the teams around there. Jesus wept. I hope we stay up. We cannot go down. Yeah. Even if we do, we're going to come straight back up again. You know what I mean, I won't mind, I won't mind going Wembley again. Well, I would. But... <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's this league, though, mate. I mean, on Saturday, Huddersfield, who were bottom of the form table, beat Swansea, who were top of the form table, 4-1. I mean, that's just... If, if anything else... Uh, if anything else, there's some of the championship ever. I've not seen it. That is the most championship <laughs> result I've ever seen. Uh, yeah, it is. And, and it's just... Yeah, it's a, it's a bizarre league, isn't it? It's a bizarre league that lacks a lot of quality. Um, you know, it gets it throws up some interesting results, and 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 occasionally it'll throw up a decent game, but mm. fundamentally, the quality of the, the the footballers within the within the division is bang average, really. Um, oh, it's, it's certainly a consistency issue, though, isn't it? I mean, there's, yeah. there's some quality. Uh, Brentford are a perfect example. Brentford have got some quality players. But at the minute, they're massively struggling for some consistency. Yeah, I suppose um, that's probably what I meant. I suppose that's what I meant. You're not a quality player unless you can do it consistently. Yeah, yeah I guess is what I guess is what I was trying to say, quite clumsily. But yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, suppose, yeah, I suppose in the relegations, but we've still got two games in hand to most of the division. To be honest, uh, we've got one game in hand to Sheffield Wednesday, were at uh, one point below us. Uh, but then we're two points behind Birmingham with two games in hand. Five points of Coventry with two games in hand. Uh, only seven points of Huddersfield with two games in hand. We're playing most of these teams between now and end of the season. Mm. Um, you said it on the post-match show on Saturday, but this is all completely within our hands. Yeah. But everybody else, except Wickham, everybody else in the league will be thinking exactly the same. Yeah. Um, yeah. So. yeah. Hopefully, we can pick it back up. We've got, we've got again Tuesday night, uh, live on Sky Sports again. Yay. Uh, where we play Nottingham Forest, as we say. Um, we don't have a very good record against Nottingham Forest. We never You'll do. be shocked. Shocked to hear that. Um, so, in, in the time we've played Forest, we've played Forest 37 times, uh, and we have won seven times during those. Um, five of those came before 1956. <laughs> <laughs> do you remember then, mate? <laughs> Yeah, I remember oh, it might be well. six actually. It might be six. Uh, we've we've won we've won one game in the last twenty five times we've played Nottingham Forest, but the last time we played them we won two one. 
at home, last time at home, we won 2-1. Uh, I've just said all the terrible statistics, but we are unbeaten at home against Nottingham Forest in the last nine games. So it's, it's really strange that we've only won one in 25, but we are unbeaten at home in the last nine games. It's a strange situation to be in, but that... That win at the end of the towards the end of the 2018 season, 2019 season, 2019 season. Uh, we won two one towards towards the end of that season. That was the first time we'd beat them since '56 or something like that. So that's what type of team we're you know we're up against. Uh, ben, well, I'll start with how we think we're going to line up first. We made two changes. We sadly just gone. Uh, I don't think there's any injuries. Wally mentioned Crooks had a slight knock, but should be fit. Um, yeah. So where do you where do you where's your starting eleven looking for Tuesday? Uh, I think the same apart from Harding over to left and White and also I think I don't see why any. Uh, mm, no, all Sunday mm. come in and Wood. All here, Sunday comes and Woody. The, here comes the pattern to Ben Sunday, changing his mind. All the Sunday and Woody coming in. That's it. That's it for McDonald yeah. and uh, Giles. I think. Back to the strongest eleven. Yeah, yeah, fair enough. Would you not bring? But be tempted to bring sadly, or if if his match fit. Depends what Crooks is like. Mm. If Crooks is not hundred percent, then yeah. But if he is, yeah, no point is there. No point changing it just to sake of changing it. Yeah, fair point. Makes him. Yeah, definitely, definitely. We talked. I talked about this on the the post match uh, stream. Post match show. Um, I, I, prior to the Norwich game on Saturday, I was uh, looking at the Blackburn podcast because they were doing a live mm. pre match for the uh, their game against Forest, uh, and their stats guy was uh, showed a set of stats about Forest. The last five games they've played against teams who play four at the back, and the last five games they've played against teams that play five slash three at the back. Um, Against teams that they played four, that play four, a, a flat back four, uh, Forest had won five, uh, won four, and drawn one. Against the teams that play three slash five at the back, they'd lost four and drawn one. Mm. So, you know, it would appear stats would say, and and that was borne out on Saturday because Blackburn played a four four two and lost. Um, it would appear that that's um, that's the stats are still bearing that out. So. Hopefully, that means that they're going to struggle against us the way that they set up. Um, we obviously play; we didn't play that system when we played at their place. We played uh, we played slightly differently, didn't we? So, but we'll see. Won it, I think. Or yeah, I think it was. Yeah, but... yeah. Um, so, I, I think we've got a chance. I think we've got a chance, a decent chance. They're not the side sides that we've been playing recently in terms of ability by any stretch of the imagination. The teams that we've run close in uh, in in uh, in Bournemouth and Norwich. So, yeah, I, I'm I'm not. Well, I'm always concerned about every game that we go into that we're going to get a, a thumping, um, just because, just because we're in Championship, aren't we? And uh, mm. um, you know, but no, I'm I'm I'm. It's it's a winnable game for us this on Tuesday. A winnable game. Yeah. So. They are in an okay bit of form. They've won three out of the last five. But if you look at the teams that they beat, obviously they beat Blackburn at weekend, which is a, which was an okay win. The other two teams were Wickham and Coventry. So it's not like they're beating, you know, they're not beating Swansea, they're not beating Norwich. That, those types of teams, yeah. uh, they're beating the teams you would probably expect them to beat anyway. 
So it's difficult yeah. to take anything out of that. If, if they were beating, you know, consistently good teams, Bournemouth and those types, you'd be thinking, oh, well, you know, these have got some. Mm. They should be beating Wickham. Everybody in the league, unfortunately for Wickham, should, teams should be beating them. That's obviously not always the case. It doesn't always come out that way. But that's where we are. That's unfortunately where Wickham are. Um, so from that point of view, man, even though it's a good run of form, it's difficult to take anything away from their recent form, it? like you can with other teams. Me? <laughs> no, uh, other Ben. I thought I didn't think you said Ben. I definitely said um, Ben. I don't Cheers, know. Quite, uh, there were. We're about Forest, yeah? Of course we are. Uh, there were. <laughs> they, were <laughs> they were quite good when we played him. Uh, yeah, they were. Fact, we weren't. I don't think we were our best. They should have beat us, shouldn't they? Yeah. They were. They were. Look quite good to me. Still got, have they still got uh, Graben? Yeah, still got Graben. Lyle Taylor's there as well, who's um, a pretty solid player. But the, think, there's I not many goals have... in the team, though. Wow. So they've got Graben, that seems to. I think they'll probably have the new manager bounce when we played him because it would just have yeah. to be signed. It, it, it so I think it was second or third game, weren't it? It, it yeah. was very, very early on very for him. Early. So I, I don't know. I think there's definitely some positive to look forward to. They're down there for a reason. So. Mm. Mm. I don't know. It's going to be interesting, definitely. Yeah, there's really not many goals in their team. Lewis Gribbons so far this season have got three and 17 appearances. Uh, and then Lyle Taylor is, the, is actually their top scorer with four goals in 28. Um, mm. There's not goals in their team, which is good because we have it, some issues defensively, not massive issues, but obviously we're a better attacking team than we are defensive team. So that sort of plays into our hands. Um, I think so. Yeah, I think I think we've got a good chance. It's earmarked for us as certainly a, a, a not lose game. Mm. Um, but at the same time, if we lose it, it isn't the end of the world. Still got sixteen yeah. more games. Uh, we've got Piggies next Wednesday. We're Reading this Saturday, Wednesday midweek, then Brentford the following Saturday, and then everything sort of ease up a little bit in mm. terms of who we're playing. We've got Coventry. All right, we've got Watford, Bristol City, who are poor at the minute. <laughs> Millwall, who are poor. Wickham, who are poor. Uddersfield, who are poor. Birmingham, who are poor. And that's that's middle of April. I've gone through to. Um, so it's not the end of the world if we lose, is what I'm trying to say. No. We just need to break this cycle now. This we, We've lost three mm. games on trot, and we need to now halt that to halt that decline uh, mm. and, and just turn it around again. We're more than capable of doing it. We know we are. We've proved that we are. We've proved even in the last two games for me that we are capable. Um, but we have got to start putting the ball in back in it just to state the obvious. Um, yeah. You know, so that that has been a bit of an issue. Obviously, mm. we've not scored since the Cardiff game. Um, but then you wouldn't expect us to, I guess, when you're looking mm. at uh, who we've played. So, you know, it's, it's yeah. very easy to become disillusioned you know, losing losing two or three games on trot, but you've got to put it into context. You've got to put it into yeah. context as, as, as you know as to who you who you've played um, as well. So you know, mm. we'll be fine. We will be I fine. Agree. It's a long hard season, but mm. you know, nobody said it was going to be easy, did they? No, I agree. Now, on lineups, Ben, we talked. We obviously talked about you wouldn't make any changes. Ryan Giles had a good game on Saturday, both defend, particularly defensively. Obviously, Norwich stifled him attackingly. Um, so, you think that we should be dropping Giles and just going back to the standard of a Sunday and Harding? Yeah, I don't think Giles played. That's so much. Yeah, I don't think Giles played well. 
I think he was quiet, uh, which for a wing back is not good. I don't think he. Uh, actually, I forgot to say this uh, on the first match. They nearly scored. I can't remember who it was. Um, what happened now? I think they put it wide. I can't remember who put it wide. They had a chance. And they got it on the edge of the box, right? And Giles mm. is you know, slowly taking a stroll back while they're cutting it back and he's about to score. He's just uh, getting at this one, just getting, slowly strolling, you know, walking his dog and that. But get a, get a move on. They're about to score. Get a move on. What are you oh, waiting for? Sorry, bro. Walk oh. back in there. Well, that's true. Uh, fair point. Um, referees watch. Uh, Mick, I'm assuming you haven't done this. If you haven't, oh, I've got the details. I, I, I watched the referee on Saturday. I thought he had a good game. Will that do? He did. <laughs> I mean, have you, have you seen who we've got for Tuesday? I don't really know. Kel, come on. Um, Matt Donahue. Oh, not again. How, uh, this is... how can you two remember the names of these referees? They're all the same. I don't know how you remember the name. I, I, I swear we have the I, same referee every week. I've, I've Googled him, but that's the only reason I know it. I'm surprised Mick remembers his name. Uh, ben, yeah. you're going to remember this. Um, he refed us against Reading when we lost 3-0. Yeah. He refed us against Swansea when we lost 1-0. Uh, and he also refed us against Stoke, which was 3-3, which I don't recall any issues in that game. I thought we, we had the... If we were against Swansea, didn't you referee against us the 4-3 loss? No, no that no. was... That was Stroud. Oh, Keith Stroud. Keith Stroud. Um, no, it, it, this is... Uh, Donoghue is the one that has the issues with identifying offsides uh, and handballs. Handballs. Oh, apart from that, apart from that, he's a really, really good referee. I mean, I'm enjoying a nice game of volleyball on Saturday, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, you know, um, yeah. He's, he's not he's not covered himself in glory so far with us, Donahue, this season. He didn't have a particularly is, bad game against uh, Stoke, but the other the other two games, it was appalling for me. But anyway. I mean, yeah, it could work in our favour, you know, having three goalkeepers might actually help us this, you know, this time. Might stop him the the, the <laughs> issue you've got, Ben. The issue you've got, and and I, I know Matt's going. Matt's going. I know Matt's going to come on to this anyway, so we're going to do the live watch along. Um, but you do. You are aware that Forest have won the European Cup, aren't you? Oh yeah. So, yeah. so, so you know, the big side, big team, big club. Bit like Reading. Bit like Swansea. Oh, yeah. Not like Rotherham. What, before yeah. everyone was actually, before it was even football, it was winning the bad If you I just thought I'd throw that in there. I just thought I'd throw it in there because... It doesn't appear to be from Nottingham, which is obviously a good sign. So that's good. He's not actually a Nottingham fan. I need to be corrected on that. I don't know. Could be. I'm just googling him. There's a, actually, a, a, if you want to, you might want to be interested in this, Mick. There's a petition to uh, sack him as a referee. <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean? I might be interested in it. I started it. <laughs> yeah, it's from a year ago, um, from a Charlton West Brom game. So if you want to, anybody wants to join in on that, just Google Matthew Donahue. 
I'll, I'll pop one <laughs> and sign it after this. <laughs> um, but yeah, the, the Stoke game was the most recent. I don't remember any issues from the three-three game from a referee point of view. Uh, again, I'm I don't. sure I'll be corrected, but that's a good sign that the most recent one was fine. Uh, I suppose. Um, so predictions, round of predictions, because why not, Mick? I'm going to you first, Ben. Think about what you're going to say. Oh, Think I about know. it again and change your mind, and then I'll come to you in a minute. I don't know. I'm going to start, but go ahead. Two one, two one, Millers. We're going to we're going we're gonna to win this. In fact, no, two nil. We're going to keep a clean sheet. Two nil. Okay. Cool, Ben. One nil. I'll go with one nil as well. Um, it's a bit positive. I like it when we're positive. It's a good sign. Absolutely. Uh, Mick, do you want to go ahead and talk about the uh, the watch alarm? Yeah. So that'll be uh, Tuesday night. What time's kickoff? Quarter to eight. Quarter to eight. Normal kickoff this week. Yeah, normal kickoff. So uh, we will be probably online from about half past seven, looking at the teams, uh, team news, and everything else. Um, and then we will do the game. We'll. Uh, as we did last week against whoever it was we played last week. Oh, can't Bournemouth. remember Bournemouth. Bournemouth. Uh, obviously, it's, it is live on Sky, and that's why we're doing this. Uh, we, we've not been doing any of the iFollow ones. Uh, it's just to keep away from the Sky commentary if we can. Um, so it'd be great if you could join us. Um, we're now, we'll be on live, live on YouTube, Facebook, Twitter. Um and I'm hoping I might not be able to do it, but I'm hoping to get some uh, some bingo cards for the people that are watching Sky. Uh, there will be obviously fucking Rotherham, aggressive, bullies, um, you know, direct. Um, but I mean, European Cup will obviously be on there as well. Uh, Brian Clough, he'll be on. Uh, and and if if anybody else can think of anything prior to, it's what sorry, Robin Hood. Robin Hood could be on, but I doubt it. They might be. He's massive in Nottingham. Apparently, he's real in that. Even though he's a Disney character, isn't he? It's not just. I don't think he's. It's not. It's not real. But I don't think. Yeah, they have I've been to Nottingham. They have a statue of him. I swear that anyone from Nottingham listening right now will tell me that Robin Hood's real or Robin Hood. Was he a fox as well? I swear down, I swear down right now. Anyone who's watching this or if you're from Nottingham or any, I should have a statue of him and they really truly believe he was a real person. I've probably more of a marketing idea. Oh, I'm being deadly serious. I'm being deadly serious. They have a castle and everything. <laughs> I swear down. <laughs> I mean, didn't have a castle. This is completely off. I don't have a castle. I've been. I've been. I've been. They worship him. I don't think they worship him. I swear down. This is real. I promise you right now. Anyone on. I swear down. It won't be on bingo card for Tuesday anyway, Robin Hood. No. No, I don't know. It'll be rare one, yeah. So yeah, join us live, YouTube, Facebook, Twitter, from about half past seven on Tuesday night, uh, ready for the game. Um, please. And if any if any Sky Sports commentators are listening, you know, in preparation for the game, just try not to be as condescending. You know, we are a championship club. We're not plucky little Rotherham. We're not a League One team. We are in the same league as the opposition we are going to be playing. So just bear that in mind when you're commentating on 
championship Rotherham United, not League One or League Two Rotherham United. Uh, I'm sure they won't, but if you are listening for a bit of research, that's our input for what we'd like your commentary to be like on Tuesday. So thank you. You could have a look. I mean, there are there are lots of lots of uh, facilities out there for you to, to to do a little bit of research. I understand, and I might be wrong. I don't know, but I understand uh, companies like Sky and what have you. They do keep an archive of mm-hmm. uh, previous performances, so you know yeah. you could have a look at that. You could have a look at some of the press reports. You could have a. You could just yeah. I mean, there's 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 a, there's, a, there's also something I understand on the internet called YouTube. Where you can actually mm-hmm. see how teams play, and you can, you know, it's, it's just a bit of research, really. Just have a look instead of using the same old script, because hundred yeah. uh, percent guarantee that they will wheel out the same script that they used last week and will use next week for Rotherham United. Go, man. No, I was going to say that. I'm going to say if it is the same, it's good as the script. Yeah, oh, sauce. <laughs> So, Ben, I, mean to, I, I didn't realise that that were your part of the script that you need to read. It's not. It's not come up on my uh, on my auto queue. Yeah, it, it's stuck. Yeah. I don't know who put about Robin Hood on mine. Uh, brilliant. So, thank you. Uh, please subscribe to the YouTube channel if you haven't already, because that'll give you like a notification when we're going to go live on Tuesday. Down there. If you're watching it, it's down there. I think Matt's frozen. I think Matt, <laughs> Matt's frozen. <laughs> you want to sign out, Mick? Yeah, as Matt was saying before, he uh, his internet just completely stopped. Um, <laughs> if you want to sign into, uh, if you want to follow us. Go to the YouTube channel and, uh, and, and subscribe. We will be there on Tuesday night from about half past seven. Matthew's decided to rejoin us now. I think he's uh, he's put another fifty pence in the internet meter. And, uh, <laughs> yeah, but I mean, I'm hardwired into the Wi-Fi, and it says my Wi-Fi is is poor. I'm, I'm hardwired in, um, so that's you know that's fun. But hopefully, in the next few weeks, we'll have to do this remotely. Uh, so this will take away any of these little gremlins that we keep getting. Um, yeah, what, what it'll actually do is we'll all be on the same Wi-Fi that will just drop out. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, you know, at, least, at least we'll all have the same problem then. Yeah. yeah. Um, please subscribe to the channel as I've said, as Mick's just said, please subscribe YouTube, iTunes or Spotify, wherever you get it, follow us. Yeah, Ben, you say as well, just, you know, get the full abs in. <laughs> Subscribe to the YouTube channel. <laughs> um, and follow us on Twitter, uh, at RUFC underscore pod. Uh, Facebook on there. Ben's on charge of the Instagram account, which I think is RUFC underscore pod as well. Yes. Um, well all think... that. Notifications when we're going live and stuff like that. We don't go live on it, but I put on the story when, when we're recording and stuff like that. So, message yeah. when Cool, cool, cool. And the next episode will be out on Thursday or Friday, probably Friday morning, which will be a, re- a review of the win- of Tuesday night's hopeful win, uh, as well as a look ahead to Reading at home on Saturday. Uh, yeah, the championship gets easier and easier every week. <laughs> uh, so thank you all for listening. Thank you all for getting involved on Twitter and Facebook. We've had loads of comments from you all. We're trying to respond to everybody where we can. 
uh, unless it's just some idiot from another team we're probably trying to respond to those <laughs> trying to respond to I like to bite to them though I, I like a little you do. every now and again you do that is true um, and yeah I can't think of anything else right now but if there's anything else we have missed we'll tweet it out or put it on Facebook before Tuesday if not we'll speak to you all Tuesday night for the game uh, thank you very much Benjamin and your Robin Hood knowledge today it's been somewhat you're welcome you're welcome and thank you very much Michael for filling in with my internet job dropped out uh, it's dropping out again to be honest but uh, yeah oh, I didn't do a very good job of it to be honest um, just a quick shout out to Accrington Stanley one point outside the playoff places at the moment as well so come on Stanley get yourselves in there we want to be playing you next season in the championship in, in the, the championship, championship. <laughs> yeah yeah uh, so cool thank you all uh, we'll see you all very very soon uh, it's been a pleasure cheers guys for listening Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximize your home ground advantage with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.